Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. It's Friday, the 23rd of September, 2022, and you're listening to the Daily Market Comment Podcast by Harlambos Bisuros. I'm Maria Pachardes. Thanks for joining us at XM.com. The U.S. dollar finished Thursday's session slightly higher, or near its opening levels, against most of the other major currencies, with the exceptions being the Japanese yen and the Swiss franc. Nonetheless, that doesn't imply a quiet session for the other currencies, as several of them traded in a roller coaster manner before settling near the openings. Following the FOMC, which appeared more hawkish than expected on Wednesday, the next central bank to take the stage was the Bank of Japan. At its scheduled monetary policy decision early on Thursday, the bank kept its ultra-loose settings untouched, allowing traders to push dollar-yen above 145.00 for the first time since August 1998. However, this rang alarm bells to Japanese officials' ears, who just five hours later decided to intervene to stop the yen's bleeding. The result was a nearly 4% tumble in dollar-yen. That said, whether solo intervention can revive the seriously injured yen remains very questionable. Widening rate differentials between Japan and the rest of the world could remain the biggest game in town and thereby bring the yen under renewed selling interest. Yes, more intervention episodes are possible, but they could just result in strong corrections rather than succeeding in reversing the yen's steep longer-term downtrend. After the Bank of Japan, it was the Swiss National Bank's turn to announce its decision. Swiss policymakers raised interest rates by 75 basis points, confounding market expectations of a full percentage point increase. After the release, SNB Chairman Jordan said that negative rates will remain an important instrument to be used if needed, and that further rate increases cannot be ruled out. Speaking about the prospect of using negative rates again just after he pulled them out of the negative zone and not sounding decisive with regards to future increases may have added to the disappointment, and that's maybe why the franc fell off the cliff after the decision. The central bank completing yesterday's chorus was the Bank of England, which also disappointed the markets and hiked by less than expected. Most investors have been betting on a 75 basis point increase, but instead British officials proceeded with a 50 basis point increment. They maintained their pledge to continue to respond forcefully as necessary to tame inflation, but they also estimated that the economy will match the definition of a technical recession this quarter. They downgraded their inflation outlook as well. They now expect inflation to peak at just under 11% in October, which is decently below the 13.3% peak forecasted last month. A lower-than-expected hike, a recession, and a more optimistic outlook on inflation may imply slower rate increases from here onwards, and that's maybe why the pound slid after the announcement. Today, new British Finance Minister Kwasi Kwarteng will announce the details of reforms pledged by new Prime Minister Liz Truss. However, even if the details revive the view that the measures could add to inflationary pressures, Expectations of a more aggressive BOE could, paradoxically, also hurt the pound. 
In the past, traders have been worried that faster and higher rates will drag the UK economy deeper into recession, and those fears could resurface today, especially if the preliminary PMIs for September, to be released earlier, paint a gloomier-than-expected economic picture. What's more, with the currency developing risk-linked characteristics lately, the forceful tightening and growth fears around the rest of the globe could continue adding an extra pressure to sterling. Thus, it may be a one-way ride for the pound. Equity indices were a sea of red yesterday and today in Asia, despite the less-than-expected tightening by the BOE and the SNB. It seems that investors are more worried about the Fed, and this is also evident by the fact that the 2- and 10-year Treasury yields have hit new 15- and 12-year highs, respectively. So even if equities rebound today or early next week, that may be another round of short covering or portfolio rebalancing rather than a purely risk-on episode. The current fundamental picture suggests that another leg south might be a matter of time. Thanks for listening. This was today's Daily Market Comment here at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.